वेलकम टू द सुपर क्वेश्चन क्लब अलाइनिंग बॉडी माइंड एंड सोल विद योग सूत्र ऑफ पतंजलि फिफ्टी फोर्थ सूत्र चैप्टर टू स्विषया संप्रयोगे चित्तस्य स्वरूपानुकार इवेंद्रियानाम प्रत्याहार व्हेन कॉन्शियसनेस गेट्स सेंटर्ड विद इन बाय अनकपलिंग फ्रॉम एक्सटर्नल ऑब्जेक्ट्स द सेंसेस do likewise this is called withdrawal of the senses pratyahara pratyahara or withdrawal of the senses and moving them inwards away from external stimuli is equated with a turtle pulling its limbs into its shell pratyahara is the fifth limb of maharishi patanjali's ashtang yoga the eightfold path of yoga and it serves as a foundation for meditation self realization and enlightenment it is one of the most crucial and important sutras of maharishi patanjali there is a very relevant verse in vivek chudamani verse 76 on the sense organs it gives examples of how different animals meet their end or are trapped due to being tied down with one or the other five senses the deer are obsessed with sound and in olden times would get attracted and snared by a musical sound played by the hunters and would come out of its hiding and meet its end the sense of sound is the deer's weakness the elephants when walking in herds like to huddle together touching each other and when one falls into a trapping pit others follow the sense of touch becomes the elephant's downfall the moth is enticed by the sight of fire and that is its end the sense of sight is the moth's desire leading it to getting burnt the fish is lured by the bait and gets entangled the sense of taste is the fish's vulnerability and the black bee gets spellbound by the smell of flowers and is trapped sense of smell is the black bee's weak spot the verse says that the deer the elephant the moth the fish and the black bee these five have died being tied to one or other of the five senses through their own attachment what then is in store for man who is attached to all these five two sanskrit words prati and ahar are combined to form the word pratyahara food or what we consume from the outside is called ahar prati means withdrawal or against or aside pratyahara translates as gaining mastery over external forces or managing ahara although the phrase is typically interpreted as separation from the senses it means much more as per the yogic philosophy there are three degrees of ahara or food the first is physical nourishment which provides the five elements earth water fire 
air and space that the body needs to be nourished. The second is impressions through our senses which bring in the subtle substances required to feed the mind. The sounds, touches, sights, tastes and smells make up these subtle elements. Our affiliations or the individuals we associate with are the third level of ahara. Yoga guides us to be first comfortable with ourselves before we seek to be comfortable with others. To be comfortable alone before we seek company for fulfillment. We can be comfortable with ourselves once we are able to accept ourselves the way we are. To be able to realize who we truly are. Then we can accept others the way they are. Once we have self-compassion, then we will have compassion for others. Once we are self-fulfilled, we will not seek company for self-fulfillment. We will then seek affiliations or to associate with other individuals to serve a cause, to serve others. When Gautam Buddha was asked, Is it better to walk alone or in company? He said, it's better to walk alone than to walk with fools. If we know how to be alone with ourselves, then coming together with other individuals will be of tremendous value. Simply put, Pratyahara is the withdrawal of our senses from negative environmental influences, food, impressions and associations. This covers what we nourish our bodies with, that is food, what we fuel our thoughts with, that is impressions, and who we spend our time with, that is associations. Without managing healthy food intake and healthy relationships, we cannot regulate our mental impressions through our senses. We live in a world where we are constantly bombarded with sensory information. From the time we wake up to the time we go to bed, our senses are constantly being pulled and wide for in different directions. The commercial world competes for our eyeballs through bright lights, loud noise, strong smells or other intense dramatic stimuli. We have been raised on every sort of sensory indulgence. It is the main form of entertainment in our society. The entertainment world charms us by stimulating our senses in as many ways as possible. Take the cinema theatres as an example. From 3D to 4D and now 5D, 6D to even 7D, there seems to be no end. Engaging us with sights, colours, surround sound, smells, smoke, Rain, fog, snow, vibrations, roller coaster, a sensory overload. Be it the malls or the markets outdoors, or be it the media and the internet indoors, the smartphones, laptops, TV, and the newspapers all vie for our attention by attracting, engaging, and stimulating our senses. This constant assault on the senses 
can lead to sensory overload where too much stimulation overwhelms the nervous system this can have an adverse effect on our mental and emotional health it could lead to a feeling of being overwhelmed exhausted and stressed when sensory overload occurs it can cause a range of symptoms including fatigue irritability headaches difficulty concentrating memory problems and even panic attacks and psychosis just like for optimal physical health we are advised to practice intermittent food fasting similarly for optimal mental health yoga advises us to practice sensory fasting by withdrawing our awareness from negative impressions pratyahar strengthens the mind's powers of immunity just as a healthy body resists toxins and pathogens a healthy mind resists the negative sensory influences around it as per swami vivekanand quote we are all slaves to our senses what is in the senses the senses are all delusion we are bound by the senses they play upon us make fools of us all the time the senses cheat us day and night and drag the human soul out the senses must go we cannot be bound to the senses this life in the five senses life in the material world is not all it is only a small portion and merely superficial no one denies that our senses as long as they are normal are the most trustworthy guides we have and the facts they gather in for us form the very foundation of the structure of human knowledge but if it means that all human knowledge is only sense perception and nothing but that it is to be strongly denied our senses are limited very limited indeed and within these limitations exists what we call our universe this universe of ours the universe of the senses the rational the intellectual is bounded on both sides by the illimitable the unknowable the ever unknown an uncultured man loves the pleasures of the senses intensely as he becomes cultured he begins to love intellectual pleasures and his sense enjoyment becomes less and less the animal has its happiness in the senses the man in his intellect and the god in spiritual contemplation the lower the animal the more its enjoyment in the senses the more it lives in the senses civilization true civilization should mean the power of taking the animal man out of his sense life by giving him visions and tastes of planes much higher and not external comforts sense happiness is not the goal of humanity wisdom that is gyan is the goal of all life unquote yoga has an outer dimension as well as an inner dimension 
and pratyahar occupies a central place pratyahar shows us how to move from the outer dimension to the inner dimension the outer aspect of yoga consists of yam niyam asan pranayama and pratyahar yam the five external disciplines signifying attitude towards others niyama the five personal principles connoting attitude towards ourselves yam and niyam build a foundation for right behavior through such values as non-violence and truthfulness and such practices as cleanliness and contentment asana brings our body into equilibrium and pranayam through our breath brings our mind into equilibrium pratyahar the crucial fifth limb now brings the senses of the body as well as the mind after they have reached a state of equilibrium inwards as per maharishi patanjali these first five limbs of yoga are called bahirang that is external compared to the last three which are called antarang that is internal and directly related to consciousness the last three limbs of yoga dharana dhyan and samadhi which together form a single process samyam are the ultimate purpose of yoga meditation or the development of higher consciousness and pratyahar serves as the foundation that enables us to move within for this inner work pratyahar is also the foundation for the path of detachment and renunciation vairagya as a bird can only fly by using both its wings so is it in the case of the sadhak the two wings of yoga are abhyas and vairagya and the purpose of yoga is to still the mind of its fluctuations abhyas persevering practice is more focused towards the first four limbs yam to pranayam and vairagya detachment or renunciation is skewed more towards the next four limbs from pratyahar to samadhi for a yog sadhak to spread its wings and take flight both are necessary abhyas persevering practice is the long uninterrupted alert kriya and is the firm foundation for restraining the fluctuations of the mind and vairagya renunciation is the practice of detachment from desires aversions thoughts emotions biases and imprints of the subconscious then the yogi dwells in his soul perceiving all things directly without the intervention of chit the conscious faculty we would find that pratyahar falls with the first four limbs of yoga when the division is on the basis of bahirang and antarang that is external and internal limbs of yoga and pratyahar falls with the last three limbs of yoga when the division is on the basis of abhyas persevering practice and vairagya 
detachment and renunciation so pratyahar truly connects with both and it's the bridge between the two aspects of yog hatha yog is made of two words her and her her or the sun aspect is the path of evolution a march towards discovery of self through abhyas persevering practice and her or the moon aspect is the path of involution like a leaf curls into itself detaching oneself from external objects through vairagya renunciation and a balance of both the two aspects are essential in yoga as only abhyas persevering practice can spin out of control and destroy the sadhak and only vairagya renunciation could lead to stagnation and inner decay so building up the her aspect and inner consolidation the her aspect have to go hand in hand and pratyahar is the connecting point it is the point of transition where the body mind and soul meet it is here that all three body mind and soul are worked upon simultaneously it is also here that the three aspects of kriya yoga meet the body is worked upon through tapas self discipline or karma yoga the mind is worked upon through swadhyay self study or gyan yoga and the soul is worked upon to be realized through ishwar pranidhan self surrender or bhakti yoga we find that as the second chapter sadhana pad is coming to an end how all the three elements of kriya yoga are coming together we will discuss the different techniques to practice and master pratyahar in the next episode see you soon